Welcome to Abiding in Christ. Acts 17.28 says, In Christ we live and move and have our being. This program is designed to instill in you that all your needs are met when you put Jesus Christ first in your life. Listen now to the Holy Spirit as a Bible teacher and host, Leisha Cantrell, reveals the Word of God. Psalm 37. Trust and lean on and rely on and be confident in the Lord and do good. So shall you dwell in the land and feed surely on his faithfulness and truly you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Roll and repose each care of your load on him. Trust and lean on him and rely on him and be confident in him. Also in him and he will bring it to pass. If you trust God for your ways and lean on him, trust in him and persevere in prayer, then he will be working in your circumstances, though it may not seem visible or apparent. And he will make your uprightness and right standing with God go forth as the light and your justice and right as the shining sun of the noonday. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him and patiently lean yourself upon him. Fret not yourself because of things that are happening in your way. He who first was bidden not to fret was then commanded actively to trust and now is told with holy desire to delight in God. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Make joyful the joy and rejoicing of your spirit. There is no room for fretting if we remember that God is ours. But there is every incentive to sacred enjoyment of the most elevated and ascetic kind. Every name, attribute, word, or deed of Jehovah should be delightful to us and in meditating thereon our soul should be as glad and he shall give us the desires of our heart. Those who delight in God desire or ask for nothing but what will please God. Therefore it is safe to give him a blank check. Their will is subdued to God's will and now they may have what they will. Commit your way unto the Lord, and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Commit your way unto the Lord. Roll the whole burden of life and upon the Lord. Leave with Jehovah, not your present fretfulness merely, but all your cares, in fact. Submit the whole tenor of your way to him. Cast away anxiety. Resign your will. Submit your judgment. Leave all with the God of all. What a high attainment does this fourth principle indicate. How blessed must he be who lives every day in obedience to it. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Psalm 37, trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit everything you do to the Lord trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. 
Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about what is happening around you. An important principle of Bible interpretation is progressive revelation, which means that a doctrine that is introduced in an early portion of the Bible is unfolded more fully in later sections. A good example is the Bible's doctrine of what lies beyond death. Ideas of the afterlife are rudimentary and scarce in the Old Testament, but they are developed at length in the New Testament after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The same is true of the doctrine of atonement. Salvation by substitution is taught in the Old Testament, but it is only explained fully after Jesus accomplished it by dying for his people. Yet it sometimes works the other way. The Old Testament passage sometimes expounds a New Testament verse more fully. Psalm 37 is a case in point. The 11th verse of this psalm has to do with meekness and is quoted by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5-7. through He used it as one of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Matthew 5, 5. That teaching is not explained by Jesus, certainly not in the Sermon on the Mount, but in what is the Psalm 37 is all about. So it is right to say that Psalm 37 is an exposition of the third beatitude, even though it was written a thousand years before Jesus began his public ministry. It unfolds the character of the meek or trusting person in the face of the apparent prosperity of the wicked. Psalm 37, some of the best loved verses in the Old Testament come from this psalm. For example, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. I was young and am now old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Psalm 37:25. The most important answer is to get our eyes off the wicked and even off ourselves and on the Lord. More than that, we are to trust him and commit our way to him. I suppose there is hardly a place in all the Bible better suited than these verses to teach us how to live godly lives and grow in the love and knowledge of God, which is what the godly life is about. They tell us to do five things. Trust in the Lord, trust in faith. It is the proper starting point for all right relationships with God. Yet as always, faith is not merely passive, but active too, and not merely God-related, but related to others. This is why the verse adds the words, and do good. It means that the person who is quietly trusting God will experience the life and power of God in his or her life, and that this new life will express itself by doing good to others. I often find the faith that is a channel of justification, that there is never any justification without regeneration, and that one who is regenerated will necessarily lead a new life. In other words, although we are not saved by works, but rather are saved by the grace of God through faith, 
faith will inevitably express itself in right conduct. Faith has three elements, content, personal, consent to, or agreement with. Agreement with that content and trust. The last point involves personal commitment to God. We have to stay in there doing his will even if things don't seem to be moving as we had hoped because he will reveal his will when we can understand it. So we delight in the Lord. God is extremely delightful, entirely delightful. He is holy to be sure. He is also the sovereign, exalted, awesome God the Bible everywhere pictures him to be. We cannot trifle with him. He cannot be taken lightly. But in addition to understanding those incontrovertible truths, the one who trusts God also finds him to be a source of exquisite delight, for he is the perfection of grace, compassion, mercy, kindness, patience, and love. He is, in other words, like Jesus Christ, and the better we know him, the more we inevitably delight in him. The more we know God, the more we will delight in him. As we pray, Holy Spirit influences us so that we pray according to God's will, and thus our prayers will manifest our request in our circumstances. Developing intimacy with God enables us to grow spiritually and enjoy God as well as his provision in multiple ways. Commit your way to the Lord. The command to commit our ways to God is not a redundancy, something that has already been covered in what it means to trust God, assent and commitment to a specific content, but actually carries us further in showing what it means to live with God, whom we trust and in whom we delight. The the word actually means to roll one's way unto God. The figure being as dislodge the burden from your shoulders and lay it on God. This is what the Apostle Peter was thinking about in 1 Peter 5, 7. In fact, he was probably referring to Psalm 37, 5 explicitly when he wrote, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He meant that we do not need to worry about things because God cares for us is equal to all circumstances and will manage anything that can possibly come into our lives. Wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's viewpoint. And God knows what we feel, what we think, who are we and how we function. He knows our likes, dislikes, dreams, desires, fears and hurts. He knows what brings us joy peace and feelings of fulfillment. As our creator, he knows every detail of our spirit, soul, and body, and whether or not we are ruling over our soul, the emotions, the intellect, and will, and our body subsequently, or letting them overrule our spirit. God also knows every detail about every circumstance we encounter. He is the Alpha and the Omega, And being omniscient, he knows everything from beginning to end. Earthly wisdom is limited. It generally is based upon our five natural faculties. Taste, smell, touch, sight, and hearing. 
where we conclude or decipher the meaning of things. Earthly wisdom is what people think according to how things may go with most people in a similar situation. Earthly wisdom concludes this is what works. Earthly wisdom can be very narrow, and it is usually filled with biases, prejudices, and personal desires. God's wisdom, in contrast, is unlimited. It is based upon what God sees and what he knows, and he is omniscient, all-knowing, and omnipotent, all-powerful, and he is omnipresent. It is based upon the whole of any given life or situation. Since God created us and knows how we act, respond, and our great need for the Holy Spirit's comfort and guidance. Therefore, God's wisdom, all sufficient, he knows far beyond our perspective what is going on and how to take care of us, take us from feeling desperate and helpless to being able to trust in him. He knows how to arrange things in our circumstances with people to give us success and not defeat. And this is why it is important to ask, James 4.2, you do not have because you do not ask. But if we ask and persevere in prayer, God brings everything for our good. Grace and peace to you. Many people like to get a fast response for prayer requests, so I'm giving you my post office box number so that you can send a letter and make a prayer request or send a donation that way. Write to Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, P.O. Box 460512, Denver, Colorado, 80246. You may also listen to the programs again and download them, as well as find contact information on 670kltt.com on the weekday program guide. Click on Abiding in Christ Ministries, Leisha Cantrell, and you'll be right there at my website. Thank you for joining me weekly here at Abiding in Christ Ministries for Kingdom, Covenant, and Mediator.